0: I'm with my dad and <laughs> I that bad button. Are we ready to start? One, two, three. I'm a proud Democrat, but first and foremost, I'm a proud Republican and Democrat, and mostly American.
1: Can you believe in miracles? Yes, you can. america
2: itself this is ed mcmahon and now
1: is armstrong and getty
3: live from studio c do you want to see me pleasure myself senior oh jeez oh no I oh look out Trouble times, And you have to strip completely naked, which is one of the keys to this story. What the hell? <laughs> Welcome to another live presentation of the Armstrong and Getty program. On a Friday, we're under the tutelage of our general manager. The
1: general manager's our new feature, the new radio game show that's sweeping the nation. Who's a perv? We'll have three panelists, and our contestant has to decide who's a perv. We have a comedian, a politician, and an actor. Only the studio audience knows they're all pervs. They're all freaking weirdos. What's going on? What's happening?
3: <laughs> we, can, uh, we can only conclude from the Roy Moore, Louis C.K. stories yesterday that there are just way more of these people than we ever thought, right? Allegedly. Isn't... Yeah. Um, isn't that the only conclusion we can come up with? There's just way more of these people than we ever thought.
1: Yes. Yes, indeed. And, and many of the women's around the world are saying, yeah, Been trying to tell you that. You know, I was thinking last night.
3: Been perved on since I was 14, a lot of ladies are saying. I was thinking last night. You know, this explains why so many women I've known throughout my life have some story like that, because mm-hmm. it happens all the freaking time, sure. apparently. Yeah. God, and the Louis C.K., the fact that he would get completely undressed in front of women and then start doing his thing, uh, what, what, what is that? I, I, am, I, would, I was telling my wife last night, I said, I'm horrified about the idea of being completely naked in front of people I, like I don't know for certain really want me to be naked in front of them. If I'm built like an NFL linebacker, I don't enjoy it. I mean, come on. I need to know ahead of time, there's, there's been a lead-up period that makes it pretty clear you want to see me naked. The, the chance of me uh, being naked and you not wanting to see me is just um, yeah. about as awful as anything I
1: can think well, of. Well, old Louis got a big old kink on him. He a weirdo.
0: Yeah, yeah allegedly. Yeah,
1: would appear. Although allegedly, according to lots of people, including him in his own
3: act. And then uh, Roy, oh wow, that's right. Uh, and Roy Moore might be a full-on pedophile. That might be what he is. Well,
1: yeah, again, allegedly. You know, we'll have to see how that one shakes out. And whenever it's a politician in a political season, I think you got to at least uh, cover your break. There's a lot of aspersions
3: thrown around. Although, you want to bet a $1,000? No. No, I do not.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I do not want to bet a 1,000
3: pesos. Because <laughs> I'm uh, comfortable in that one. All right, let's introduce everybody in the squad. We'll start over there with our board operator, Michelangelo, pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. How are you this morning, Michael?
2: I'm doing okay. I'm, I'm having one of those mornings where I, I'm, tr- I'm trying to just relax and stop. You ever wake up and you realize that one thing goes wrong and another thing goes wrong, and you're, you realize that, uh-oh, this day is headed in the wrong uh-huh. direction? And so I'm trying to pull it back. You know, I'm just trying to get back on track, so to speak.
3: Yeah. Can you arrest that? I've often wondered, when a day seems to be going south from the beginning, can you turn it around and start over somehow? Or is, it, is there is there some sort of, like, uh, something in the air or you know, the, 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 the river of time or luck or something like
1: that? Absolutely not. Every moment of rain is a moment the sun might break through in my life. That's the attitude I have. Or is there something like, you know, a streak of luck
3: where you need to recognize this is not a day that's going my way. So I need just to hunker
1: down, not take any chances. You know, it's funny. I've been talking to one of my offspring about that. Uh, No, I don't. I think that's, uh, what is it? It's catastrophic thinking or something like that. It happens. You you, you know, uh, you flip a coin, it comes up uh, tails five times in a row. It just Mm. happens. Uh, don't uh, don't start thinking there are magical forces at work to doom you. I, no. don't, I don't think it's it's healthy.
2: <laughs> right, I'm trying to steer the boat in the right direction. So right now, I've got, the, I've got the wheel, and I'm turning left. And there well, you go. Yeah, turn when, left. You, when you put it
3: that way, magical forces at work to doom you. <laughs> well,
2: that's what you're talking about.
3: Let's break it down. Well, all, all gamblers, down. all gamblers believe in in streaks of luck. Right?
2: Bad gamblers do. Mm. Sean, you're a degenerate gambler, true? (laughs) Pretty much, yeah. Luck is, uh, it's variance. Gamblers often don't talk in terms of luck unless you're really just not understanding the math behind it. Gotcha. Uh, there is Positive Sean. You just heard
3: his voice, whose smile lights up the room. <clears throat> Excuse me. How are you, Sean?
2: Doing very well, and I am quite excited for a, a big weekend at the Cinemaplex. Now, the the best movie that's coming out this weekend is only in limited release. It's three billboards outside of Ebbing, Missouri. This movie looks fantastic. It does.
3: Big stars yeah. in it.
2: Yeah, it's got uh, Francis McDormand, Woody Harrelson, Sam Rockwell. Uh, that may or may not be in a town near you. If it is, I suggest going to see that one. But USA Today said it has Oscar written all over it. Is it an art film? I do enjoy an art film. What does that mean?
1: I don't know. Mm. (laughs) Well, if it's not playing in many places, it sounds like an art film to me. Uh, How many explosions does it have?
2: Probably zero. Oh, please. (laughs) Who would go to that crap? The movie that is in wide release this weekend is based off the Agatha Christie novel, Murder on the Orient Express. And I'm 90% going to go see it because this mustache is starring in it. (laughs) (laughs) Kenneth Branagh. Well, that's quite a mustache. Who starred and directed this movie. This may be the best facial hair movie since Tombstone. <laughs> wow, now um, that's some bold talk. Yeah, so I I am really excited about going to going to check this one out. Uh, it has uh, Willem Dafoe, and with my new hotel alias. Gerhard Hardman is his character name. Uh, All
1: right, Louis C.K. Fine,
2: uh, Johnny Depp, uh, Judy Dench, a couple other people in there, but yeah, that that looks like a fun one. I'll probably check that one out this week.
3: Yeah, there's a couple of movies I'd really go to if there was a chance I was ever going to go to a movie anytime in the next five years, which there's not. Uh, There's Marshall Phillips who does our news every day. How are you, Marshall?
0: I'm doing well, and I got to tell you, in the midst of this sordid news flow, I have something cheery, something innocent to bring you: the birthday of an iconic children's TV. show. Show.
1: What this year, is your, year, you're happy, innocent. Do you realize it's become yes. a propaganda machine for the far
3: left?
0: Happy birthday, Sesame Street.
1: 69?
3: What year did it come on? 1969. Okay. Turning 47 oh, today. Um, Off yourself. You've outlived your
1: usefulness. Oh, There's your no. cherry note. Did
3: I, did I mention, like, I got my kids to watch some Sesame Street last night? If, if I find the right episode, they yep. can watch a segment or two because it's pretty entertaining, but mostly they don't like it. But we have the 40th anniversary DVD. And it's got stuff from way back in the early seventies, and they love that. They mm. want to watch it over and over. They will not watch the modern version. They yeah. hate it. They yeah. love the original version, which was all about teaching you how to read and right. and your your numbers and letters. Right. But the modern version, they just don't have any interest in because it doesn't make any sense to them. It's about it's all Spanish kinds of... lessons and progressive politics. Well, and it's all hidden in like things only adult would understand, and it's just you just can't figure out what's even going on here. Wow. Um, wow. Okay, we're trying to learn Spanish with this autistic girl, and that person's handicapped, and she's combing her hair right. in and a different her way. And her like, in
1: prison. Right, yeah. Right, so all that yeah. stuff, and
3: it's just just mystifying. Right. And not entertaining, which you got to be to have kids watch to learn anything. Wow. But nice job of ruining one of the great things in America, Sesame Street. Um, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. The original Sesame Street stuff. You watch Mm -hmm. his stuff. You get some like early. Well, this is a bad example, but Bill Cosby. Yeah. Just, just. I mean, just some like some of the big stars of the seventies when they were young. Yeah. Sure. Being really, really great. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Uh, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this Friday, November tenth, the year twenty seventeen. We are Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program.
1: All right, let's begin the show officially now. Uh, According to FCC rules and regulations, please let's all be gentlemanly for the entirety of the show. No groping, no showing, no coming on, no nasty phone calls, no nothing at Mark the
3: un, the unintended consequences of 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 a of a network when it grows to a billion or 2 billion people and it and it begin and it it literally changes your relationship with society with each other with you know it it it, it probably interferes with productivity in weird ways it god only knows what it's doing to to our children's brains so this is the story of the day to me. Maybe the story of our lifetimes. Mm-hmm. It is the story of the day. Sean Parker, the first guy in charge of Facebook, admitting an interview we designed it to be addictive. We know it's damaging children.
1: Here and, uh, is specifically how we're messing with your brain to your detriment.
3: And uh, we, we knew that at the beginning. That's how we created it to make it so successful. Finally. Finally, uh, we're, there's a lot more from that interview that is really, really interesting. I hope you can stick around for it, and I hope there's something that can be done about it. I worry about my own sanity, along with my children's future sanity. What are other headlines, Marshall?
0: Well, I tell you, sex charges flying today, leveled against a GOP Senate candidate. You got conspiracy theories surrounding that one. You got a cutting-edge comedian hit with bizarre harassment charges as well. And O.J.'s adventures in Sin City stories coming up 635.
3: OJ is going to end up back in prison. Good. So
1: quickly. Unbelievable. You know, he's underrated as a moron. Apparently. Well, Juice, you're going to end up back in
3: jail, Juice. Juice. Don't you like being out, juice? How does a mailbag look? Oh, it's fine. It's good, solid. Oh, hey, it's Friday. Clips of the week coming. Oh, up. Well, that's a lot of good stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I'm telling you, this interview with the creator of Facebook, they knew what they were doing when they made this stuff. And you're gonna tell me Twitter and everybody else doesn't know it too? Yeah. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Parker, Facebook's first CEO, in an interview he did the other day about Facebook. It literally changes your relationship with society. God only knows what it's doing to our children's brains. That's from the guy who created it on purpose to right, do that. Right.
1: Yeah. What he says is absolutely worth knowing.
3: Well, and at it's- what point is it all like tobacco or anything else where you know it's a dangerous product? It's hurting people,
1: especially kids. They finally nailed down how exactly, yeah. and now it's just undeniable. So, when are we going to? Are we going to feature that heavily at uh, seven? You want to do that at seven?
3: Yeah, that's a good. That's an interesting story. Oh my! And God. we all intuitively know it's true. Yep. Everybody it's, jokes about it. It's, it's just like Tucker Carlson last night said. It's like tobacco, where the the executives were saying it's not, it's not addictive, and everybody knew it was addictive. Everybody's using it. Yeah. It's like the, the social media. If you use it, you know it's
1: addictive. Yeah, you it's, can feel it. It's done something to your brain. Yeah. Mailbag, coming up in a couple of minutes. Oh, no, wait a minute now. Hold on. First, we need to take a fond look back at the week that was Scow Clips of the Week. yada da da
0: da
3: da da da
0: I just, I did what I thought I needed to do, which was, uh, they said that there was a shooting oh, I, you could end. I pursued, and I just did what I thought was the right thing. Doesn't the cable media culture, doesn't the talk radio
3: culture, doesn't the online culture that obsess over these shooters, don't they just
0: create yes more mass shooters in the future? I'm just I'm just not who I am before.
1: This is the people rising up saying it's time to listen to us. It's time to listen to us, to us in Michigan and Wisconsin and work for the people. Hillary. Clinton
3: has
2: called Donald Trump to concede the race. I'm gonna have the the, the arms. i gonna have the, the not even gonna have like a neck, just jaw right into shoulders. My my abs are gonna pop, 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 That's gonna be me. Now Apple addressed the issue with an official statement saying, "What you gonna do? Buy a Samsung."
1: light up a whole room that's expensive and a waste of electricity
0: who can blame a country for being able to take advantage of another country for the benefit of its citizens i give china great credit that we're probably closer to uh, an outright war with north korea than we have been in a very very long time
3: Luckily, the war between Iran and Saudi Arabia is going to happen first,
1: so it'll obscure the problem with North Korea. Hmm. Yeesh. Nerg.
2: Yeah,
1: the world's always been uglier, and it's not getting any prettier. Mailbag. <laughs> Woo-hoo! You know, the Louis C.K. story bothered me. That's like the first one of these is
3: somebody I really, really like, and I'm disappointed. I don't care about Kevin Spacey or Harvey Weinstein. I was happy to see Weinstein go down.
1: Uh, I like Louis C.K. a lot. Louis C.K. is the one guy who's going to come back. Because he's already, he already works in that area of of life and and sexual weirdness. So he'll come out and he'll talk about it. And I think he'll get past it. Career-wise. You know, a lot of our great artists are weirdos. It's just, it's always been. (laughs)
3: That's super weird, though. Oh,
1: yeah. Oh, clearly. Yeah. He's a perv. We received an email that... It just knocked me off my, my rock, off my balance. I didn't know how to respond to it. I'm still thinking about it. We'll get to that one if we have time. It just, it just, it was just, I don't know, taking aback. Guys, the chainsaw bayonet is real. Here it is in action. Yes, several people responded to our screed that there's no such thing as a chainsaw bayonet. The mocking of USA today as an add-on to an AR15 and people sent us videos of chainsaw bayonets. Um my friends, I would put those in the same category as I don't know, dressing your car up like a ladybug or or I thought of another one this just flitted out of my head. Okay, so I don't think it's exactly functional. All right. Trust me. If you are thinking about getting a gun with a chainsaw upon it, take my word for this now. Get yourself a gun and a chainsaw and use them separately. All right. On the topic of home surgery, Darcy, uh, with a little D, writes, I, I'm thinking Darcy might be a nurse, which is key to this story, but I don't recall specifically. Years ago, I slammed my thumbma- a thumbnail in the door of my 85 Volvo. Famous for the safety ratings. that door may have weighed 2,000 pounds. Hence, my thumbnail was a deep shade of purple. This all relates to Jack's self-stitch removal. Mm. Uh, how, how long after you're supposed to have removed them? Which is key to the story. Geez, I don't know. Week. And oh, a
3: half, two or, weeks.
1: Oh, boy. Uh, the pain was unbelievable in my thumb, throbbing all the way up to my shoulder. I had a friend suggest I needed to use a sewing needle to poke a hole through my thumbnail to release the pressure. Oh, I couldn't do that. Well, given my good nail jeans, that was not going to work, so I finally resorted to firing no. up my cordless no. Makita. Oh, no. Oh. no. After sterilizing the smallest drill bit I had, my this... kids were duly fascinated and horrified oh, at the same time. Does anybody want this? Mom, don't do it! God, does
3: anybody
0: Mom, want to hear don't that don't story? Do Me, don't do
1: it. Right. It gets worse from there. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. All right. It worked. It was the long and short of it. Mm. I slathered it with alcohol, followed by Neosporin and a Band-Aid. It healed well, and I never lost my thumbnail. Congratulations. That's something. Evidently, the kitchen looked a little like a crime scene. We'll just I, leave it at that. I'm not doing that. All right. Uh, here's a nice note from Ted, uh, the architect in Berkeley. Hey, OSJ, Rocket, and the whole crew. Uh, Jack's memory of meeting uh, Lou Ferrigno and feeling like a tiny man reminded me of a mental threat I wanted to toss your way. My grandfather recently passed away at age 94. Hardworking man his whole life. My father gave me one of, his la- one of the last rings that he made. Now, my grandfather wore this ring as a pinky ring, but on my hand, it's huge even on my ring finger. But it fits my index finger. My third largest finger. You know, it's funny. I've never lined up my fingers by size. I suppose you hmm. could do it fairly quickly with a ring. I think your middle finger's the biggest.
3: Uh, That one appears to be good and thick. Yeah, it looks third largest. It looks like it goes middle ring
1: first. Well, how about your thumba? Uh, That's not a finger, that's a thumb. Of course it's a finger. Anyway, I'm not going to get into this with you. (laughs) (laughs) Where were we? This reminded me of your stories earlier this year about how American men are getting weaker and weaker compared to generations past. Grip strength. That's right. Couple that with uh, what guys were talking about with meth face and the loss of bone density that's attributed to lack of use. My generation is withering away due to a lack of manual labor. My grandfather built ships in the beginning of WW2, repaired airplanes later in the war, built furniture when he returned, always working with his hands. My job has me typing on a computer nine hours a day and more in my spare time. It's lack of use. In two more generations, our fingers will be thin as twigs. They'll be snapping all the time, probably. You'll have to fix them yourself in your kitchen like Darcy.
3: It's hard to make an argument... Why getting weaker would ever be a good thing for any species, but it is the beast adapting to its environment. I mean, it doesn't make any sense
1: for the body to be concerned about strength, given the lifestyle you're presenting it. I would suggest that you can get away with that until you can't get away with it. Right. Something will change, and all of a sudden, the weak will be swept away. The weak may inherit something, but it won't be the earth. You guys are right. Exercise and manual labor, not only uh, they're essential to our health and happiness. All right. Uh, KSYWWT keeps saying you will work out tomorrow. <laughs> in Berkeley, you
3: know you could go to the you can go to the gym a lot. It's still not going to be as much as if you got a manual labor job. Not even close. Even if right. you're a gym rat, right. You're not going to spend eight or ten hours a day, six days a week, like a lot of manual
1: labor jobs are. Sure, give you forearms like Popeye. Uh, the, here is the I've got to uh, to go ahead and share this email with you. It shook me to my core. I had no idea how to respond. Hi. Could you quote the price of a 2-inch faux wood blind with the following specs? Slat size, 2-inch slat, color white, width 36-inch, height 60-inch? I have no idea how to respond to that. No, I guess the answer is no. I cannot quote you the price of a 2-inch faux wood blind with the following specs. They're going to be but thank you for asking.
3: so mad at whatever company doesn't respond to their email.
1: You know what? I'm going to write them back and say uh, $13,000. <laughs> <laughs> got to do that i must it's in my dna or shoot in-
3: really low because then they get going <laughs>
1: 104 bucks <laughs> not because then they'll think it's junkie quality or something i'm going well i don't know i'll think about it i'll tell them we have a range of prices <laughs> from 1995 to $50,000 or you could just an- answer
3: honestly i think i'd do it for $10,000 i'd have to learn how right.
1: and it's I'll gonna to take buy- years <laughs> Right, I don't even know what this one, blinds on headrail. I don't even know what that means, so it's going to take a while. <laughs> when do you need it? Uh, let's see. This finally. Dear Rocket and Old Simple Jack, I've been a friend of the Armstrong and Getty Show since 2000. Been listening every day since that time. I've enjoyed your entormation all over this world, from Afghanistan and Kyrgyzstan to Germany and Sicily, while serving as a doctor with the Navy and Marine Corps. Uh, God bless you, my friend. Well done. I hail from the ding. Right in California but now live in beautiful Pocatello, Idaho. Goodbye, sweet Cal Unicornia. Can I hang out with you, Matt? Never mind, can I live next door and we'll just we'll, we'll get together and drink some sort of hearty Idaho beer in the evening and, and, and trade notes? I write to you today for the first time in my life to discuss a matter very dear to my heart. In recent weeks, the revelations of the depravity within Rapeywood have both shocked and disgusted me, and I appreciate your efforts to expose those who have committed these horrible acts. What I don't understand is what you have against pigs. You keep comparing those despicable humans to swine. Uh, We have called them pigs many times, many times. And while they do wallow in their own filth and eat each other's feces, I can't comprehend why you would lower these animals to the depths of Harvey Weinstein or Charlie Sheen. I ask that you cease and desist comparing these filthy animals to our cloven-footed friends. (laughs) I've taken, oh Michael, I'm so sorry, I forgot to warn you, I need the haiku music. I've taken the liberty of writing a haiku to help us all on our journey to healing. Please enjoy. This, I believe, is our first military doctor world traveling pig-related haiku. But I would have to check the record. This, of course, Jack, the gentle, the beautiful Japanese art of the haiku, the five, the seven, the five syllables. Think of the bacon. Succulent and delicious. You are no Harvey. Hmm.
3: If I ever every hero haiku, I thought was a good idea. It'll be the first one. <laughs> nice. uh, so Marshall's news is coming up, and we got a bunch of different stuff to get into, and you know, a couple of other major figures that have come forward in the last 24 hours. They got a sex problem. Uh, do all these sex problems fit into the same category? Because they seem different to me.
1: There are. There seem to be a lot of exhibitionists, but there are gropers and rapers and all sorts of people. Well, some has. of
3: it's power, some of it is sex, some of it is. I don't know what's going on there. Yeah, I don't know. I've always found that intersection
1: a little confusing. Hard to say where one ends, the other begins.
3: Yeah, but it could have an impact on who controls the Senate, no doubt about that. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. A lot of you uh, women have been saying Me Too for years to each other or conversations in a group after work. I I can picture, uh, you know, happy hour after work conversations with women would tell their stories of various bosses they had and that sort of thing. Right. Apparently there's a lot more of that going on than I ever thought. Yeah, I have only one
1: gripe with with the narrative as it's progressing. We'll get to that eventually. Okay. And we've got to get to that blockbuster Facebook social media interview. And we will.
0: News now with Marsha Phillips. Alabama Republican Senate candidate Roy Moore says a report he initiated a sexual encounter with a 14-year-old girl when he was 32 is a desperate political attack by Democrats. And he's insisting he's not going to be dropping out of the race. Now, the Washington Post says Moore was an assistant D.A. at the time in 1979. The Post said three other women have also come forward with allegations. more pursued them when they were between the ages of 16 and 18. How many women total have mentioned to come out now? So far, four. Four. Yeah. Press Secretary Sarah Huckabee Sanders telling reporters traveling with Trump in Asia, the president believes a mere allegation, especially one from many years ago, shouldn't be allowed to to destroy a person's life. However, the president also believes that if these allegations are true,
3: Judge Moore will do the right thing and step aside. Now, well, there's a number of Republican senators that came out yesterday mm-hmm. and said, if it's true, he's got to go. And I don't think you say that unless your inside sources say it's likely true, right?
1: Well, I guess John McCain came out and said he needs to step aside. And then other Republicans went to the trouble of saying, if it's true, he must step aside. Now, his narrative is that the Republican mainstream is joined with liberals trying to take him down. So I appreciate the guys throwing in, if it's true. Otherwise, it does look like a witch hunt. But yeah, it's, uh, it's a little odd that many gals are come out and willing to say, yeah, it was me.
0: Moore does have his steadfast supporters, though, including former Trump advisor and Breitbart News Chairman Steve Bannon, who implied that the Post has got a political agenda. The Bezos-Amazon-Washington Post that dropped that dime on Donald Trump is the same
3: Bezos-Amazon-Washington Post that dropped the dime this afternoon on Judge Roy Moore. Now, is that a coincidence?
1: Uh, maybe it's a major <laughs> newspaper. Yeah, and yeah. They are, they're ideological, but yeah. are you familiar with the uh, the phrase ad hominem attack? There, Steve. Uh, you know, I'm usually
3: uh, impressed with Bannon's uh, thinking and logic. I'm, I'm not there. Well, no, he, but one. he's
1: he's just trying to keep his uh, people together through bull ass, which is one of the great uh, you know uh, tools of politics. He knows he's he's full of crap right there. I Meanwhile, well, well, yeah, gonna- I don't. Tr- I don't. "Quote unquote," trust the Washington Post implicitly, either. But you got to look to the the evidence and the witnesses and the people testifying. And you know, if Hitler stands in a school zone screaming at cars who are speeding through there, "Hey, watch out! You're going to hurt the kids." Just because he's Hitler doesn't mean you shouldn't slow down. Just because it's the Washington Post doesn't mean it's fake and a hatchet job. Well,
3: so where did where did the story come from? I don't doubt it, uh, but. Uh, where did the story come from? Do we know
0: that there was there was a uh, a Washington Post reporter that was uh, looking into uh, the campaign and other things in uh, in Alabama and started to hear these rumors about uh-huh. his, uh, his you know his uh, hitting on young ladies and actually the women came to her she didn't seek them out she the reported not seek. I saw interesting
3: yesterday also CNN came out with a story that says Roy Moore was involved in a 1990s divorce case as a lawyer. Where he barred lesbian, a lesbian from seeing her children unsupervised because he didn't believe gay people should see their yeah. children. I thought that story coming out the same day as the he's a yeah. the sex pig story seems like a coordinated revealing of these stories. They can be it true, us. they could be true, mm-hmm. but the, them coming out the same day seems like part of a plan to uh, to get him out of the race, which is you know
1: fair politics. So uh, when these charges came out, the Alabama Auditor, who's a, uh, 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 an ally of Roy Moore, he, he came out and said, well, Mary was a teenager and Joseph was an adult carpenter, and they became the parents of Jesus. Wow. Uh, hmm. That we- may be an all-timer. I, you know, I, I've read the New Testament many times. I don't remember Jesus
0: punching anybody in the face, <laughs> but it's possible he may come back and do that. Meanwhile, the New York Times is reporting that popular comedian Louis C.K. is now being accused of several, or accused by several women of sexual misconduct, including pleasuring himself in front of them or while talking to them on the phone. Now, the premiere of uh, C.K.'s new movie, I Love You, Daddy, was canceled last night. He was supposed to be on The Late Show with Stephen Colbert. That was also canceled.
2: For those of you tuning in to see my interview with Louis C.K. tonight...
3: I have some bad news. <laughs> then I have some really bad
2: news. Representative for C.K. says the comedian is going to issue a written statement in the coming days. Colbert once used to work for Louis C.K. back on the Dana Carvey show. Louis C.K. was the head writer. Louis, uh, Stephen Colbert worked under him on that show. Yeah, Interesting l- dynamic there.
3: Louis has worked with practically yeah. every big-time funny person uh, that exists at some point. <sighs> Man, what, what, what? He was—he would just get. He would have the hey, a female comedian, uh, come up to. We should discuss a project. Right. Come to my dressing room, and then he would just strip completely naked and start working it.
1: You know, always, what, what do you think's going to happen there? <laughs> I've always thought his moniker was a little weird. Louis C.K. is that short for Louis C.O.C.K. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody know? No. Oh, and, he, and,
0: he's,
3: and he's famously, he talks about this. He's an unattractive, doughy person. Right. A
0: compulsive so,
3: masturbator. What, what the unattractive, doughy person wants to get naked in front of attractive women? I mean, that's just generally not, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: That's wrapped at your
2: news. I'm Marshall Phillips here. I'm Strong and Getty Show, The Voice of the West. So Colbert was the only late night show or actually Colbert and Trevor Noah were the only kind of quote unquote late night shows to mention the Louis C.K. charges. Colbert's hand was kind of forced because he canceled his appearance on the show. And Noah was the only other one to to take a swing at him.
3: And we'll hear that a little bit later. So we got yeah, we got these two pervs to break down their particular pervishness. Oh boy. Um, Just take
2: a look at the film.
3: Uh, no, it's not. I ah. do not want to see the Louis C. K. film. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to see that. No. Yeah, and Facebook knew it was ruining our lives when they invented it. That, oh, was, that was their theory of why it would be so successful. We're gonna hit you with that right after seven o'clock. You cannot miss that. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Stories today to uh, to follow the loose ends on. So on Roy Moore down there in Alabama. You guys have no clue what it's like to be from Alabama in the 70s. It's perfectly legal to be dating 14-year-olds if you're a middle-aged man and to find a wife that's normal for the 70s.
1: Except it's not. I didn't live in Alabama in the 70s. No, the okay. age of consent then as now was, I believe... Um well, let me look it up again. I looked it up yesterday.
3: Yeah, because Joe and I both thought when this story broke, we thought, well, maybe the age of consent was fourteen, and that's why she was uh, a fourteen years 16. old. Sixteen,
1: but... then as now.
3: And we got this text: Judge Moore, one allegation is serious, but the other three are just noise due to the state's legal age being sixteen years old. They were Correct. sixteen years. Well, okay. Well, I tell so you what, he's not a legally a rapist. A married guy in his thirties coming on to sixteen year olds might be a political problem. That used to be an issue, although the yeah, was he married at the time? uh the the 14 year old he was oh okay all right and he's and he's a i'm going to go to jail rather than remove the 10 commandments to, to, from the park guy does that guy get to
1: um a, a grab a 14 year old's hand and put it on his wing well do he change subjects now i was talking about the 18 19 year olds is that a distraction cuz that's what they meant
3: i think These are 16-year-olds. Oh, boy. That's pretty pervo. They're saying it's a distraction because that's legal. I'm saying I don't care if it's legal. A 16-year-old with a 30-year-old should be a political problem, I think. Well, it is a political problem
1: for you, obviously.
3: Especially if you're a, the Ten Commandments are so important to have in the park, I'm going to go to jail over a guy.
2: I mean, if you're you're a
3: super religious, God is the most important, more important, blah, blah, blah. And you're coming on to sixteen-year-olds as a family guy. What
1: the hell is that? In Roy Moore's defense, he is the rootinest, tootinest candidate for senator that ever killed a varmint. He is
3: currently tied in some polls with the Democrats, so this could this could be the
1: balance of power in the U.S. Senate very easily. Wow. Well, the Republican Party is is now begging soon weeping and threatening uh to get him to drop out somebody said unless unless you know this turns out to be uh, a horse hockey which i doubt very seriously having observed this sort of thing throughout my life when was the last time somebody was accused of groping 14 year olds and they came forward and said yeah hell yeah he groped me and it turned out to be fake of course bill clinton was able to parry those things beautifully because of his personal law. Uh, uh, popularity, but he's almost I, certainly a rapist. I don't know. But see, most of the energy for screaming about this sort of thing comes from the left, and they forgive their own rapists until it's unavoidable that they should be condemned. See Harvey Weinstein.
3: Yeah, and I don't know if you've noticed, but there's a bit of a uh,
1: uh, a sea change occurring. It would
3: seem in this whole thing for everyone.
1: Oh yeah. So yeah. Uh, if and- you're a perv and you've been uh, spending your life perving. I'd get out ahead of it and start writing serious apologies or something. Yeah, the jig is up. Yeah. As
3: it should have been a long time
1: ago. The season
3: of perving has ended. God dang it. It's just amazing. And like I said earlier, it's all different kind of stuff. It would seem that this Judge Roy Moore is really wants to have sex with very young women. Allegedly. Louis C.K. would seem wants to expose himself to women. Right. Um this uh, do sometimes people say oh my god that's
1: hot let's have sex
3: no it's clearly <laughs> not that like i was talking harvey weinstein wants to make you watch him shower right cuz uh, many of these people are in positions where they could have a lot of sex with attractive women if they wanted to but apparently that wasn't going to do it for them but right, they have the exhibitionist kink you could live the life of leonardo dicaprio or mick jagger or whoever if you just like sex with beautiful women mm-hmm that is available to you, and for whatever reason, for all these people, that doesn't appeal. Yeah. Or is not enough.
1: Right, right. You're either an exhibitionist, then we got the crop of guys who like him really young, whether it's Roy Moore or Kevin Spacey. But Louis K. might look at Roy Moore and say, that's sick. Or 14-year-old. Charlie Sheen, or allegedly former uh, actor, uh, director, Dominic Brassia. But Louis
3: C.K. might look at Roy Moore and say, that's sick. Who 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 wants who's trying to get with sixteen year olds? Roy Moore might look at Louis C. K. and say, What kind of weirdo just wants to get naked in front of women? And and do it themselves? Who wants right. to do that? They they have nothing in common in terms of what their interests are. It's just it's interesting. And then and then Bill Cosby, he wants them to be unconscious. That's his particular thing.
1: What the hell? I don't know, Jack. It's he would like look a, at the
3: other two and say, what is wrong with you two?
1: It's like a quarterback, a linebacker, and a kicker. They're all football players. Yeah. Right? They just cover different positions on the disgusting perv uh, depth chart. Have you ever felt like you're addicted to social
3: media? Yeah. 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 Most of us uh-huh. have. And it's on purpose, and they knew it from the beginning. We got that story coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show.